And if we can begin with the Pledge of Allegiance, I've asked Commissioner Martinez to lead us in the pledge. Yes, if you can rise, uh, join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. Ready? Begin. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Excellent. Thank you, Mr. Martinez. We'll now move forward to public comments. This is for items that are not listed on the agenda. And, oh, sorry, we should do roll call first, see who's here. Thank you. Moving too quickly. Um, staff, if we can have a roll call, please. Sure. Good evening, Chair. All right. Commissioner Trapezonian? Trapezonian present. Commissioner Martinez? Martinez present. Commissioner Simpson? Commissioner Simpson present. Vice Chair Glasgow? Present. And Chair Vasquez. Vasquez present. Excellent. Now we'll move forward to public comment. This is for items not listed on the agenda. Seeing uh, no members of the public in the audience, uh, we'll move forward. Assistant Community Development Director Report, Mr. Garcia. Uh, no staff reports today. Okay, we're breezing through. Um, this is uh, now continued hearings. I'm going to read the item. This is 5.1 resolution of denial for appeal number 0560-22, an appeal of design review committee approval of design review number 5077-22, allowing construction of a new duplex unit at 529 South Grand Street. This was continued from the October 17th, 2022 planning commission meeting. And so looking for action, in fact, I'll just make the motion that the commission adopt resolution number PC34-22 entitled, here we go. Resolution of Planning Commission of the City of Orange denying appeal number 0560-22 and approving design review number 5077-22 to construct a new duplex unit located at 529 South Grand Street. And I'll add that the resolution has a date, I think, of December 3rd or December 2nd. The date on this is December 5th. That okay. will be modified to reflect today's, today's date. date. Okay, Correct. great. So with that, we would change that uh, December date to today's date. And look for a second. Second. Okay. Commissioners, please vote. Okay. The motion carries four to one. Thank you, commissioners. Uh, now, new hearings. This is item 6.1, public hearing to consider conditional use permit number 3191-22, conditional use permit number 3192-22, variance number 25722, uh, design review number uh, 508422, and minor site plan review 110722 for Jim's original uh, restaurant at 214 and 216 North Tustin Street uh, would note that it is CEQA exempt staff. If we can have a report, please. Yes, uh, good evening, Chair. Uh, Commissioner, sorry, sorry, first we have uh, Commissioner, Commissioner Trapezonian. Yeah, sorry, I uh, wanted to officially recuse myself from the conversation, uh, just given my uh, place of employment, so I appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Trapezonian. Okay, we'll move forward now. Thank you, staff. Yes, Chair Vasquez, uh, the staff report will be given by Associate Planner Ryan Abagani. He's one of our newer planners, and I believe this is his first meeting. He was here previously on the consent item, but this is his, his first presentation. And I'll add, uh, Mr. Abagani, we're delighted to have you at the City of Orange. You've already done great work and excited to see you for the first time before us. Thank you. Good evening, Chair and members of the Planning Commission. Uh, the item for consideration is a proposal to demolish three existing one-story commercial buildings and construct a new two-story commercial building consisting of a drive-through restaurant with indoor and outdoor dining on the first floor and an office on the second floor at 214 and 216 North Tustin Street. The restaurant will also serve beer and wine with an ABC Type 41 license for on-sale beer and wine at an eating place. Other site improvements include a parking lot, drive-through lane with queuing line at the rear of the property, trash enclosure, and new landscaping. There are two conditional use permits required, one for the drive-through restaurant and a second for the Type 41 ABC license for alcohol sales. 
A landscape variance is also requested and more to come on that later in the presentation. The applicant and the business tenant will be Jim's Original, which is a Chicago-based restaurant that specializes in Chicago-style sausages, hot dogs, and sandwiches. The applicant is proposing to operate dine-in and take-out restaurant services Monday through Sunday from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. and drive-through service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The proposed site plan includes 19 off-street parking stalls and a drive-through queuing lane with maximum capacity of 11 vehicles. The drive-through entrance is located at the rear of the property and wraps around the site along the western and southern property lines. In the event that the queuing line exceeds 11 vehicles, additional vehicles are able to stack within the interior parking lot. Alcohol sales for on-site consumption will terminate at 10.30 at p.m., 30 minutes prior to closing of the interior portion of the business. Alcohol will only be served in the interior portion of the restaurant and no alcohol will be sold to customers passing through the drive through lane. The PD reviewed the ABC application and prepared a memo confirming that the alcohol sales, if approved, would not create a nuisance to the community or be a burden on police services. The proposed business is located within census tract 758.05, which is considered under-concentrated with on-sale alcohol licenses and over-concentrated with off-sale licenses. If approved, the ABC Type 41 license will be the second within the census tract, which is below the allowed number of five. Lastly, in 2022, a total of 60 reported crimes were reported within this specific district. The citywide average of reported crimes per district is 71. Therefore, the 60 reported crimes statistic is 15% below the average threshold of reported crimes. A combined total of 32 arrests were made, and of the 32 arrests, 12 were related to alcohol use. The complete PD memo and conditions of approval are included as attachment 11 in the staff report. And as previously mentioned, the applicant is also applying for a variance from the city's landscape standards and specification guidelines, which states that when a building is not on the property line, a landscape planter, a minimum of four feet wide, clear inside dimension, shall be required along all side and rear property lines. There are portions along the northern property line near the drive-through entrance, as well as along the southern property line adjacent to the drive-through lane that do not meet this requirement. However, by eliminating the landscaping portion, uh, by eliminating the landscaping for the portion along the northern property line near the drive-through entrance, the applicant is able to maintain the required 25 foot minimum width for a two-way drive aisle. Furthermore, the reduced landscaping area along the southern property line will accommodate the drive-through lane, which has a maximum capacity of 11 vehicles, as previously mentioned. Given the unconventional configuration of the lot and the overall quality of the landscape plan, staff believes that the site configuration justifies the variance. That is the conclusion of the report. Staff is available to answer any questions. And I will mention that representatives from the applicant team are in attendance this evening. Thank you, Mr. Agabani. Well done. Uh, commissioners, any questions for staff at this time? Okay, we'll come back to it. Uh, see the applicant is here. I'll um, now open the public hearing and would call the applicant forward uh, to speak uh, on your item. And um, the time is yours, so take as much time as you need, and I'm sure commissioners may have questions of you after your, your remarks. Thank you. Orange, and I'm the architect uh, on this uh, project, and um, we've been working on this for more than a year to get to this point, and I'm really excited to be here tonight. Uh, so this project is um, cons consisting of basically two functions. One is the restaurant on the first floor, uh, and the second floor would be an office. Um, there were challenging challenges in order to do the site layout because of the, the shape of the site, um, because it's not a, a rectangle and has a narrow um, 
It has a narrower shape in the back. Uh, in order to meet all the zoning requirement, there were some challenges that uh, we worked with the staff to come with uh, acceptable solutions. And, um, and in order for that, we were applying for variances because of some uh, shortages on the north and south side of the property. But uh, we made up for that shortage of landscape in other areas, so we exceed the overall minimum requirements. It's just not, those landscape areas are not where they're supposed to be. Uh, they're uh, distributed elsewhere in the property. Um, so um, beside that, um, I think the design of the building itself is, um, uh, it, it has a unique character and also it adds to uh, to the overall aesthetic of the city. Uh, it also works well with the property on the south side, the um, Palm Hotel, uh, kind of uses the same uh, vernacular. Um, and um, we want to use some exposed uh, wood or, um, mm, uh, what is it called, um, laminated wood for the, uh, for the beams in the, over the patio space. Uh, with some corrugated or um, uh, decorative perforated panels over it. <clears throat> um, that, um, I, I think that's what I have so far, and if there are any other questions, I, I would be happy to answer. Okay, thank you. And you accept the conditions of approval that are, are listed in the we were reviewing it just prior to coming to the meeting, and uh, this is exactly what we talked about with the staff, and you know, we don't have any, any issues with that. Okay, yeah. thank you. Commissioners, any questions now? Okay, okay, thank you. Um, we'll move it now to public comment. If any a member of the public would like to speak on this item, seeing none, um, at this point then I will, excuse me? Uh, do we receive any emails on the item? I don't believe so. Nothing on the hot file that we saw. No emails okay. from the public received okay. by staff. Great. And I have a question about the public in a moment, but then I'll go ahead and close the public hearing. If we bring the applicant back up, we'll go ahead and open up the public hearing. Um, commissioners, bring it to you for questions or discussion. Um, go ahead. No. Okay, yeah, I'll ask a quick, a quick question on, on the public. So I know uh, this has to do, staff, with the... Um, Masonry, the wall that abuts, I think there's a few residences there. Were those folks engaged? Have, they, have we heard from them? I know that there's a condition that they have to, the applicant has to work with them on, on the construction of that wall, but have we heard from them? Uh, yes, both adjacent residents to the immediate west were in attendance at the DRC meeting. That was an item of discussion. Uh, both uh, property owners were given an opportunity to voice their opinion, and that was one of the uh, conditions that the DRC require that they work with the adjacent property owners as far as construction of that um, masonry wall. Okay, and then with that language, just to clarify in terms of coordinating construction, is that kind of all of the above, coordinating the scheduling, coordinating the look, the, the type, the things like that? I think the intent was to allow some flexibility, but yes, it, it has to do with all those things, the okay. appearance, the location, uh, coordination of the construction, um, all all those things are um, great. So they were there. Up. So it seemed like that sort of then I'm hearing kind of assuage any concerns that they had. That condition was correct. Yes. At. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Vice Chair. I think in in one of the areas of condition, there's a uh, and it might have to do with the public works. Is they're requesting that at least a minimum of one foot distance between each wall. Uh, I think that's under the public works portion of it. It, it tells us that there's a minimum of twelve. Uh, 12 inches between each, uh, between the walls. I'm taking a moment here to look through the public works conditions. Mr. Chair, the applicant. Yes. Thank you. The, oh, yes, sorry. The applicant, go ahead, you can speak. I'll, um, we're open to public hearing. It seems like the applicant has a response. Thank you. Yes, um, the intention is to remove the existing Okay. And build a new wall on our side of the property, which is eight foot tall from our side. So there won't be any distance between any existing or the new. So 
the existing will go away completely and we'll build a new wall. So your wall will be both belong to you and to the, it's your wall, but it'll, it's, it'll also It's in our side of the property, correct. And the gap that is mentioned, that's as if we keep the existing and build a new wall, then we would have that space, which is no longer the case. I didn't, I didn't see that, but okay. I understand what you're doing. Okay, that's good. Thank Mr. you. Mr. Chair. Thank you. Uh, you have a question, question of the applicant? Of the applicant. Yes, yes, yes. back. Thank you. So I was out there today, and it is difficult to see with the, the chain link fence and everything, but looking over um, a couple of walls, the um, that wall that will be constructed, um, there is no other wall, correct, for the, for the residents at 207 and 217? On the west Shutter. side, yes. once that existing uh, is removed, then there won't be any additional wall. It's just a new wall that we're intending to build. Oh, okay, and did I understand that from their perspective, that wall will appear to be 12 feet high? Yes, they were in the meeting and the DRC meeting, and uh, they were actually, uh, my understanding was that uh, they, they were excited that something is happening in that vacant lot. Okay, so uh, I noticed uh, through an aerial view that one of the residences has a pool. I didn't know if that was going to impact them and, or if they had any concerns. And uh, Mr. Chair, if I may continue. Um, regarding the order speaker, um, it looks like it is um, at the sixth vehicle and it's going to be facing south, correct? Correct. Okay, is there, and there will be a wall there. Is there any landscape or anything that will buffer that sound from bouncing around and impacting those residences? So for the residences on the west side you're talking yes, about? Yes, correct. Um, so there is about 80 feet distance from the speaker post to the wall. And we did um, a sound study which indicates that uh, within that distance, uh, the noise level gets to, if I remember correctly, 52 decibel. That's prior to the wall. And then having that eight-foot wall would drop it down another five decibel, which will be 47, uh, which is well under the uh, city ordinance of 50 decibel at night. Got it. And the other uh, item I wanted to bring out is that um, most of these speakers have, um, they call it volume variable, um, I forgot the acronym, but... What it is is that based on the ambient noise, the volume of the speaker post goes up and down. So at night when it's quieter, the noise or the sound level of the speaker goes down. Did the, did the residences at the DRC understand that this is going to be 24 hours, so at 3 in the morning they could be hearing speaker sounds in the middle of the night? Uh, that was an item that was discussed. I, I don't think we specifically talked to them about this. Uh, but it was definitely something that was discussed during the meeting. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Appreciate the questions. Anybody else uh, questions the applicant before we close the public hearing? Okay. We'll, no. we'll close the public hearing. Thank you. Um, others? I can open up. Please. So the public hearing is closed. Yes, for now. Go. I want you to reopen. I'm going to ask him because I'm going to put a condition on this. Okay. So we'll reopen the public hearing. Applicant, thank you, you for right yeah. <laughs> and I didn't up down, up down. Thank you. Okay, Commissioner. Um, part of their their service is they're going to serve alcohol on the patio. Am I correct? Correct. And uh, I think part of the PD's uh, conditions is that the exit gate is for emergency exit only and no ingress and egress to the restaurant from the gate on the patio am i correct that that could be uh, arranged for well, yes. I, it's in the it's in the condition for for the pd so but what the other thing i want to do is is i i want to condition it that that is on that ingress that's that's an emergency exit only and is an emergency alarm that would sound on that gate if somebody was to leave through that gate so um it's supposed to be emergency exits only and Per PD's conditions, I want to put. A, I want to condition an alarm on that that gate. So if somebody does go out, the employees know, hey, somebody's going out that gate, and who knows what they're carrying if they're taking alcohol with them or not. So that's. I'm not sure in real life how that would affect uh, things because people might 
go on, like kids, if okay. it's a gate, and I, I kids understand would that. push the bar, and because it would have a panic bar. Yes. But you have to have a panic bar on it, right? Yes. So uh, that's the thing I'm thinking right now. If a kid pushes and go out, and if that that's something that happens five times a day, you know. It's, it, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to put it as a condition, and I've been doing it for a lot of the restaurants, that, especially where there's public access, to keep the alcohol inside the, inside the patio area. It's not, um, yeah, you might, might be a little bit of a nuisance at times, but um, the zinc that just went through, I think there was um, another one that we did this over off of, um, over on Catella, a restaurant that one. It's just something that allows the um, employees to know that, hey, somebody may be walking out of there and, and check what it was because, you know, you're probably going to get a lot of college kids in there and, um, you know, they don't always like to follow the rules. So I understand. Is, um, can we get those addresses so we can go and look at those? They're not built yet. They're in the process they of being are, built. They are. So. Okay. Yeah, what I'm curious is how this is, um, it, like how it is achieved in terms of, uh, the fact is that if that's an exit door, it can be easily opened. Like if you it, push it, it has to open. Unless it is not required to be an exit door. That way we can have a regular gate. I, I believe it's supposed to, I think it says in your conditions that it's an emergency exit only. And you have to have an emergency exit for the patio. On that, so with, with being an emergency exit, uh, I'm going to require, I'm going to put in condition that, that it's an alarmed emergency exit. So if that gaze off, go, gates goes off, employees will know, hey, somebody's leaving out of there and they may not be able to. I'm, kids usually don't play around with those. Parents, you know, they're going to see that they're emergency exit only. But it's just one of those things that says, you know, we want to make sure alcohol stays on the restaurant site and does not get moved out and does not be taken off site. And if that's just an egress, ingress, egress, and kids can walk in and out of it as they please, um, you don't know what's leaving your, your property. Understood. Um, the only thing I'm thinking right now is I think what they're talking about, what the police department is talking about, the exit, is different from building code. Uh, since I'm pretty sure the dining area occupancy will be less than 50. We don't need two exits, so we can use the main entrance to the building as a, as the required exit path, and this, the gate within the patio won't be, won't be a exit per building department defi definition. Even though plan police department might look at it as an exit. Okay. Does that make it sense? I'm, it's called an emergency exit, and it's on your drawings that have it. Either you either eliminate it, and they go in and out of the building, or if it's going to be there, it's an emergency exit, and it says there's going to be signage on it for being an emergency exit. Okay. So and and along with that, uh, an alarm will be on that on that as a uh, um, on that gate also. Okay. And just to clarify, uh, Mr. Chair, yes, please. It's condition 36 of the yes of the uh, the, the CUP for alcohol. Um, okay. So if you modify it, that's where you'd modify yeah. the language. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. If you could also just state your name yeah. for the record, please. My name you. is Jim Christopoulos. I own the property. Uh, I just don't understand the purpose of it. Um, we're doing bottled uh, beer, uh, canned beer, individual single serving. Uh, drinks just to go with your meal it's not like people are going to run out with the 12 pack no um, but so the cup is pretty clear that's on site only right so right, you, right. you get a kid out there he just ordered a beer he's done he goes back orders now he walks back out to the table now he walks out and heads out onto the street with your bottle of beer if that gate goes off you know somebody's going out of that gate yeah. And that's what it's there for if you don't have something that or somebody watching that gate all the time Kids can go in and out, or people can go in and out of that gate with who knows what's in their hands. That is to let your staff know that somebody's gone out that gate, because it's not supposed to be for ingress and egress. It's supposed to be for emergency exit only. So with that being said, um, I, I like to condition an alarm be put on that as, a, as just 
for you guys to say that, hey, somebody's going out that gate, we need to find out who it is and what they're taking off, off site with them. So one question is, um, why can't that kid walk out the main door, not from the gate outside? He can, but what's to say he's going to not go out the main door if he wants to take a beer with him? He's not going to walk out that front door with it because your staff's going to be there watching it. Where on the patio, you're not going to have somebody on the patio all the time that you have uh, patrons on the patio. So they can easily walk off of that patio with a beer or a drink in their hand and walk out onto Tustin Avenue and start walking down the street or back into their vehicle and drive away. Okay. Applicant, any final comment or response? Yeah, I just, you know, it's a small place. It's really small on the inside. And uh, I, I mean, I understand the, the concern. I just didn't see that as a... Uh, but I, we can put an alarm on it. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I mean, Either that or we close it up yeah. with no gate. That's, that's, yeah. We'll figure it out. Okay. And, and I'll use Zinc as another one. Zinc's going to be a new restaurant they're putting up by Almond and Glacelle. They're using a temporary patio, so they're putting fences up and taking fences down. But they have a gate, and we've conditioned the alarm on that gate so that staff would know somebody's walking out of that gate. So it's just something that it, it protects you guys. As, as much as it does anybody else because now you know who's going out of that gate and what they're carrying outside of it. So, like I said, it, it's not there for ingress and egress. Everything goes through your main doors in and out. Uh, that's emergency exit only. Interesting. Okay. Thank you. Mr. Chairman, I have a... Okay. Do you have a question for the applicant? I just have a comment about that. I, okay. I've, I've looked into this because um, the commissioner has come from a good place in trying to, you know, I understand where you're coming from. But I haven't found any anything that says that sort of apparatus would, would actually help prevent what we're trying to prevent. It's a three-foot fence, and you can just set whatever over and give it to your friend. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm concerned about applying these kind of conditions. Um, I think when an applicant is in here and hears this, they're, they're, they're taken aback like I kind of feel this applicant is. is like, what are we trying to do here? And I, we are trying to do the right thing, and I understand that. But I'm just I'm not sure... It, it's going to meet the purpose, so I'm not I'm not supportive of it anymore. Um, we don't require it at places like Finney's, which is a very prevalent, you know, and large bar and a lot different establishment. Um, I talked to the owner there, and he would be dead set against it and saying that it just wouldn't be feasible, and that he would probably, you know, not, if it was conditioned on him, he would just not he would install something and then it wouldn't so i don't see that it's enforceable so unfortunately i'm not supportive of it okay well i'm gonna let, like, you, let, me, let you respond, let me respond. But, but real fast i'm just wondering if i'm gonna close the public hearing okay. so on close the public hearing so you, you folks could could get back to your seat thank, thank you. you very much um commissioner my, uh, response. my response is i've been out on two different restaurants sitting on um glacelle that doesn't have anything that you walk in and out and a few times i've watched patrons walk out of there with drinks in their hands one of my stopped. He had a beer in his hand. He was walking away from the restaurant. I said, "Yeah, you're really not supposed to be able to do that. It's on site only." Um, he went back and set it down. But I just want—I mean, because if something happens, it's for your protection. Something happens. PD happens to walk, drive up, and they see a patron walking out of that 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 restaurant with a beer in their hand. Not only is he going to get in trouble, you guys are going to get in trouble. And if you don't have a way to know and control who's going in and out of that gate and seeing people, because that's not an egress, then it could be your guys' jeopardy also, not just the, the, the person that's walking out of there. So I think the condition handles for both sides of it and would, um, would protect both sides of it. So, you know, you can vote it down, but like I said, if, if, if somebody is to go out of that gate with a beer or a drink in their hand and PD dries up and sees it and they say, hey, I just, you know, I just came out of... of uh, the hot dog place, um, believe me, they're going to be at your front door knocking. So uh, st your staff, because you're not going to staff it, you're not going to have a staff out there full time to watch it. So like I said, it, it, I think it's protecting both you and, and the public. So, Thank you, Mr. Vice Chair. Um, further comments? I, I will just add, um, I'm trying to think if I have any other questions for staff. I don't think so. I will just add, I, I, um, I really do love the design. I think that the DRC, thank you for working with the DRC as well. Um, this was one of the ones driving North Tustin before this, this hearing, pointed out to my wife what was going to go here. 
Uh, we live not too far away, and, and I think this hopefully is the start of that uh, corridor looking the way that um, we would hope a prominent corridor in our community would look. Uh, so I think this is exciting. I appreciate that you uh, borrowed from the motel nearby and really neat that we're snagging up a, a Chicago favorite uh, here in Orange, kind of a, a neat story. Um, so just kind of wanted to add that for the record. I'm looking forward to being a patron, as is my son. I'm glad you have hamburgers as well. Uh, any other comments? I'll, uh, no, again, I'll echo what he says. I, the building's nice. Um, restaurant at Genovese's had been there for a long time, ate there quite a few times, had really good food. Um, I was sad to see it go when it closed down. Uh, but no, the design looks great. I, I really like what you're doing and what you're bringing into the city. Anytime we get something new into the city, it's really good. And Architect Orange did a great job of, of, of uh, designing a property that fits in that area and, and did a good job. Um, but yeah, I welcome you guys here. Thank you for, for picking Orange and, and bringing it into the city. Uh, but, um, but no, it's a, I'm in favor of the project, like I said, with the condition. But it's just, uh, uh, I'm, I'm glad you're here. And, and Thank you. I'll just add for the commission, no one had questions about uh, the queuing. I, I think we always do. I didn't myself, but no. just wanted to double check. Okay. I did have a comment about that. Right. <laughs> yes. I want to make sure we never let it go. we're sharing what we need to I, share. I, I just wanted to bring out to the attention, um, and, and it's not for the app, well, it's for all of us, uh, uh, conditions 20 and 29 uh, speak to the lighting um, mm -hmm. in the area. And I, you know, that's all, that could be a concern when I think of issues that can come up, lighting, Noise and traffic queuing would be three things with a project like this, right? Mm -hmm. We've we, on this commission, we've we've done pretty well on a, a lot of these projects and done you know ask the right questions. I'll be honest and say there might be a couple of them we could ask more questions. So my comments are reflective of those experiences and not of what I um, envision or anything like that. But that being said, um, I, 28 and 29. My first point about them. Um, of the condition is that they, they say if there's lighting issues, um, the business will immediately notify the property management. And I don't think, I don't know that that makes sense in this case. I, maybe it was lifted from another um, condition um, of another application because the, the owner is the property manager, I think. I, I mean, they, you're owning it. Mm -hmm. And the issues, we're, we're trying to protect the public and different things here. So to me, it, it should be, it should be, those two should be a little bit vacated and maybe replaced with something else that provides a, a mechanism that should there be a problem, mm -hmm. just in case there's a problem, I'm not lying, trying to create one for you or mm -hmm. us, but that, that the, uh, um, the city, that there's a way to address that. Or, and I do have some language, Great. Madam Attorney, <laughs> that was graciously provided me by staff. I sent you something earlier, but I, I think this is a better uh, solution. So I have, I have that type of language. What I'm trying to say here is I, I think there's a, if there's a mechanism for the public to, to bring to the attention to the city that there's an issue with parking, lighting, or queuing, and, and we can think of how that would be um, stated. I, I do have some words here. Um, that, that the city, that it goes back to the city to address it with you, the property owner, to get it handled. And, and, and that can include coming back to the planning commission and, and all that, but more than likely if it was an issue. So an example would be if there was continual queuing on that, on, on your, and that would be a great thing, right? If you had that much business, that'd be awesome. Um, maybe that's not gonna happen. Um, but maybe there's a lighting issue, or maybe there's a noise issue. I just wanted to provide a way uh, for the public, for others to, to, to make a, uh, you know, to come back and say, hey, we have an issue. And then we can, as a tool for us, both of us, the applicant, and uh, this, is a, this is the way we work with that. You go with work with the city, and more than likely the city is, is open to hear your uh, concerns and work with you uh, to find out uh, if there's a solution, and more than likely there is. So um, that was my comment. Do you, do, you have, yeah. do you want to share the proposed condition yeah. language? In Before you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can. So. You're talking about 28 and 29, which has to do with the parking lot lights. 25 and 26 has to do with queuing. Yeah, I, it, but in, in my mind, it, 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 I just wanted to provide a way for the yeah. public to to, to yeah. So it would, it would contribute to all four of those conditions. It really would. Yeah. It really okay. would. I mean, we can. You feel, condition. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So, um, and, and this is a good example, but here, here are the two. <laughs> um, and it's similar uh, in of a condition that's, uh, 20, I forget which one is. 
the 20, 26, 26 might be 26. 26. Okay. So another way to say that, would, uh, to, in my opinion, uh, the restaurant shall operate its vehicle queuing and on-site circulation in the matter outlined for the approved plans. At no time shall the operator allow vehicles of customers to straddle the public right-of-way, sidewalk, driveway, street. The operator shall employ measures to direct customers from causing such conflict with keeping the public right-of-way clear. E example, advanced mobile ordering, pickup, etc. So that's that. That was one. Here's the other one that I think has more. And and I added something to uh, what Mr. Keys supplied me with because I was looking for something. In conjunction in conjunction with the operation of the business, should parking, noise or lighting, uh, queuing or queuing or queuing issues arise on the site or surrounding neighborhood, the applicant shall work with the community development director or department to resolve any issues. If such issues are not resolved to the city's satisfaction, that would mean the public's pissed off and they're not buying it, and the condition use permit shall be presented to the Planning Commission for its consideration for further conditions and modifications. To my knowledge, I've never had that in six years being on this commission, but I think it provides, because we, we're trying to look at this, these issues, so I, that's my that's my so, recommendation. So, so really, you're taking condition 26. Oh, sorry. So really, you're taking condition 26. So should parking, you're adding comma noise comma lighting to the condition, right? So 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 that encompasses parking, noise, lighting, queuing. Okay, I like that. And it just just to keep in mind, how about eliminating the last sentence of number 28 and number 29 since okay. it's now covered. Okay. Yeah, because that doesn't make sense. Chair, if I may, I just want to clarify Please. that. We're talking about uh, resolution PC number 01-23. Thank you. Yes, not the uh, alcohol. Correct. Yes. Um, okay. Any concern? Mm -mm. Okay. Uh, Commissioner Martinez, did you want no, to share No, I, I, I okay. like that. I, I like that a lot better. And, and uh, I, I just wanted to say also what they said. I, I love the appearance of what's, what this is going to be. And uh, thank you for bringing your business to, to Orange. I'll be in support of this. So, and just to, with Mr. Keyes, I think this is one of the better designs for queuing because if it's not where the last car is next to the street, it's, I mean, you've got a big parking lot to go through to get you know, really to get out onto Tustin Avenue, probably another 10 or 11 cars mm -hmm. before we'd ever hit Tustin Avenue. You're absolutely correct, Vice Chair. Again, my name is Doug Keyes. I'm the transportation analyst here at the City of Orange. Uh, Chair, commissioners, um, just a little bit of background on what was what went into the queuing analysis. Again, we worked with the applicant's uh, consult, traffic consultant on this, and some of the some of the really nice things, features that we have learned, lessons learned, if we can take a quote from previous uh, planning commission meetings. And you're absolutely correct. The order board is at car position number six, which allows for more orders to be uh, processed. Mm -hmm and a faster, and they also set the pre-menu board at vehicle number nine. So you have an ample opportunity to, to check out what's available and make your decisions for a quicker order at, position, at car position number six. Um, in addition to, uh, for comparisons, for our queuing analysis, we always look for comparisons. In this case, because it's not a chain and it's an individual sort of restaurant, a un very unique restaurant, that it was, it, we were challenged to come up with uh, comparisons. We used standard comparisons for, for two of the examples. We used Hercules Burger and Victory Burger, both similar types of uses. They're not chained, they're individual type of restaurants and perform very similar. The third one, we wanted to throw in something that's extremely popular and is doing incredible business, and that was the Portillo's hot dogs. In fact, the consultant went up to Buena Park in order to take that count. And this, that was used in order, and the combination of those three were used to create the 85th percentile which is typically considered the maximum, if you will, that you would normally see in a drive-through queue. 
But they also went further. They, they showed that the 85th percentile is actually at 10 cars. They have 11 in the queue. They also have additional, they can get to 14 cars before they're back into the drive aisle. So again, that, that meets the 95th percentile of the comparisons they had. And they also have their queuing contingency plan that when it exceeds that 14 vehicles, that's when they'll send a staff person out with a handheld ordering device to expedite those orders. And in a worst case scenario, we have a wiggle room back to the street of over 140 feet, which would allow for an additional seven vehicles. So worst case scenario, before the vehicles were to back out into the public right-of-way, we, we can stack 21 vehicles in there, and that far exceeds the uh, comparisons that we looked at. So we feel very comfortable from the staff's perspective that, this, uh, that the queuing analysis accurately portrays what we'll see in the near future. And again, in the worst case scenario, we also have conditions 25 and 26 that are in there and that will that speak to working to make sure that we keep queuing vehicles out of the right of way. And we found that to be very successful in the past. I can answer any other questions that you may have. Thank you, Mr. Keyes. That was nope. super helpful. I just want to ask real fast, Commissioner Martinez, did you have anything else you wanted to share about the, the lighting or the noise issue? Um, uh, no, I, I, okay. maybe just a little bit of clarification. Okay, uh, I, in in the drawing that I saw here, it looked like there was um, on the south wall <clears throat> some sort of artificial something on on the wall. I was wondering if that is some sort of a. Gosh, forgive me. Where did I see that on the on the plans? It looked like something was on the wall to absorb the sound. And I just want to make sure: is it going to be a solid wall? where the speaker will be bouncing, uh, you know, the, the sound from the speaker will be bouncing off of, uh, bear with me, I think it's on uh, the third page of the plans. Um, if you look, look at the top. The, the page uh, numbers, you said. Page uh, number three. On, number three, okay, sorry. Uh, uh, the very, I'm sorry, the third uh, yeah. sheet of paper from the top. Okay. Um, it, I see this wall. And it looks like it has something green on there. And that's what I'm wondering is if that's some sort of a artificial. Uh, sorry, I think he, uh, Mr. Chair, I think he can answer it. Is okay. it appropriate to bring them up? We uh, open it back. Yes, up. of course. Okay. Yes. Uh, please, uh, applicant, come forward. We'll reopen the public hearing. And uh, do you understand the commissioner's question or comment? Okay, yes. Currently, there is an existing wall on the south side dividing the two properties. We intend to keep that as is, and we're adding that landscaping stripe along the south property and covering it with vines. Uh, but uh, that existing um, wall varies in height. It's a CMU wall. Uh, we okay. just want to cover it with vines so it looks better. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. You look on page 10. I think okay. you see as they exit out, you'll see a vine on that back wall. By the white Tesla. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was seeing. Okay. That I, I like that. It's, it's just as long as, long as it's not just going to be a, so black, a blank wall that the sound is going to be bouncing off of. Besides, that looks good. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. We'll close the public hearing. Commissioners. Uh, thank you for your comments. Um, I know there's differing perspectives on the emergency exit alarm, uh, but we'll look for a motion. And if any, anybody would like to speak to that, of course. I, honestly, I, I can go either way. I guess, furthermore, I guess for staff moving forward, I would love some sort of maybe even conversation. Do those help? Do those not help? I, I'm maybe try to better understand uh, what we're trying to accomplish. I certainly hear the vice chair's comments about, you know, but to me it kind of maybe already feels like it's already on the applicant to start with. And so, you know, be serious about what's expected of you. Do we need to add that other layer? Frankly, I, I don't know. So, um, but we'll look, look for a motion. Or if there's other comments, Commissioner Martinez. Well, from my, from my perspective, I, I'm always in support of that condition. I, I, I do. But I think we have to take, I think we should look at every business in the same way. And I, when I look at the plans here and the type of rail that they have, 
I'm not real sold on, on sticking with that proposal of the condition on this case, but um, that's just me on this one. I, and I certainly understand, especially my background, I'm a retired law enforcement officer and I'm pretty much, you know, uh, in full agreements most of the time. But I think in this case, I, I would support your, your comments. Okay. Um, we, close the, we close the public hearing. Yes, Mr. Vice Chair. No. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm just, I'm looking out for you, but I'm also looking out for PD because that's the last thing you want to do is have somebody knock at your door. So, you know, if they don't want to have it in here and PD comes knocking at your door and because your staff's not going to be watching them. So uh, that's, that's one thing is if they had somebody on that patio all the time, that staff would be watching and they serve the alcohol. Cause my, my understanding, it's not being served by the servers. It's being, they go up to the counter, they buy it and they walk back to the table and they serve themselves. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just another way of, of the, uh, applicant knowing that hey somebody's going out of there are they carrying an alcohol beverage out with them or not and uh, it's just a protection so um like i said i, I mean I, i'm going to put it in there if you guys vote it down you can vote it down um i think they've already kind of accepted that it could be there uh, but it, it's a protection for them and um uh, it, it's just one of those things that anytime you have a patio you want to protect them and that, that's what that does, is it protects everybody that's involved. And I think if PD was here, they'd probably agree with me on that. Okay. Are you so going to make the motion? I'll make the motion. Okay, so we'll see if there's a, a second. That will let us obviously know if there's so I'll, I'll make a motion of resolution of the Planning Commission of the City of Orange approving conditional use permit number 3191-22, variance number 2257-22, design and review number 5084-22, and a minor site plan review 1107-22 to demolish three existing one-story commercial buildings and construct a new two-story commercial building consisting of a drive through restaurant with indoor and outdoor dining on the first floor and an office on the second floor located at 214 and 216 North Tustin Street, CEQA exempt, and that condition be put on the CUP for the alcohol, not the um, CUP for this. Am I correct? Your, no, your, your motion is for the actual uh, use. The and, use, yeah. This isn't the... the okay, So right. the, the, the alarm would be part of the CUP for the second yes. one. Okay, the second so, one. so we'll do so, them one at a time. Yes, and then yes. can you address... Uh, the, yes, so I was going to say, okay. so, so yes, um, I will second the motion uh, with... Uh, the added condition uh, that Commissioner Simpson had. Yes. So essentially condition 26, we are going to add noise, comma, lighting um, to that list. I can't remember. Yeah. And then 2829, we'll strike the last sentence that had to deal uh, with the uh, property management. Um, will that make the motion? Yeah, no, yes, and I'll accept yeah, those, those, those. And so let me. They've got it. Okay, one second. Okay, wonderful. Commissioners, please vote. Okay, so that uh, passes, uh, carries three to one. And then uh, next, we will move forward. Now we're looking for a motion uh, for the liquor license. Again, I'll, I'll move that one. This is a resolution of the planning. This is a resolution of the planning commission of the city of Orange approving a conditional use permit number 3192-22, allowing beer and wine for sale for on-site consumption in, con in conjunction with a new state of California Department of Alcohol Beverage Control ABC Type 41 license on sale beer and wine at a restaurant located at 214 North Tustin Avenue with an add-on condition number 36 that the uh, ingress and egress gate on the um, patio be alarmed. Is there a second to the motion? Okay, the motion fails for lack of a second. Um, would look for a motion. I'll make the motion. Um, move that. So we're now dealing with the second one here. Sorry. Uh, move that the Planning Commission adopt resolution. Planning Commission resolution number PC02 23 entitled the resolution of the Planning Commission of City Orange approving. 
conditional use permit number 3192-22 allowing beer and wine sales for on-site consumption in conjunction with the new state of California Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control ABC license uh, type 41 that's on sale beer and wine at a restaurant located at 214 North Tustin Street and would make what the commission has found making the findings of public necessity and convenience. Um, that's the motion. Mr. Chair, may I ask a question? Um, yes. On condition 36, could we add a, a sign there that says do not remove alcohol from the property or put some, put some additional signs out there? Uh, I would be fine with that. I believe that's motion. already part of the condition. Is it? Okay. Yes. On the, is that on the fence itself? I yes. Think? Okay. Sorry, let me just, I trust your word, but I want to take a look. Because it's 26, right? 30, 36. 36, sorry. <laughs> uh, the patio shall be enclosed at any gates located on the patio shall remain closed during business hours and use emergency exit only. So it only says signs about indicating emergency exit. Um, Was it, do you recall another? No, I think it's in there. Um, would that be something to the effect of no alcohol beyond this point? Yes. No. I did. I haven't found it in here, but we we can make sure. So it's I think we'll just uh, with that. I will. I will take for my motion. I'll take that second that there would be uh, signage that you know now no alcohol behind this point somewhere listed in the appropriate place in the patio. Correct. Okay. Yes, that's okay. correct. And I believe you made the motion, and I second. Yes. Thank you. Um, okay. Commissioners, uh, please vote. That motion carries four uh, to zero. Commissioner Simpson, did you want to speak at all? Yes, on the first vote, I did vote incorrectly. I, I was thinking that was attached to the, uh, it wasn't the alcohol permit, it was the land use. So um, I, I, if possible, uh, Councillor, I'd like to register a support for that. Or so do we I'll just make that noted for the um, record? Do we need to read? Yes. Well, are we able to do that? If we're not, I'm do, we do we need to revote on the item, or we just simply you, do that? You it may. Okay. Uh, we're still at the same meeting, and we're not. You know, they haven't gone out to start building or anything yet. Um, it doesn't make a difference, so actually. So in that case, uh, could maybe tell you what. Let's correct this. Correct it administratively. Okay. You, you indicated that you pushed the wrong button, and frankly, I did not notice. I apologize. Um, so uh, you meant to register a yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll make that an administrative. The record page. state that. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, and welcome to Orange. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. We're, did we end the meeting? Oh. Oh. <laughs> My apologies. So so quick to get out of here. We still have a meeting that needs to be adjourned. Uh, <laughs> appreciate your grace and, and the way you said that. That was a. You could have just said, "What the heck are you doing, Mr. Chair?" Okay. Now officially, uh, the meeting is adjourned. The next regular planning commission meeting will be held on Monday, February 6, twenty twenty-three, in the council chambers. Meeting adjourned. Thank you. Thank you, staff.